0: We're back at it. We are back. <laughs> another busy day. Man, it's been a crazy day. One after day. another. I know. But man, we are so fortunate to get talk to so many interesting and cool people. Yeah, yeah. It is so yeah. humbling to me. It really is. We've got another one on deck here. Yeah, I've been waiting for, waiting for this one. Yep, I'm gonna let him introduce himself, tell us a little bit about uh, who he's with and what he does. So if you would.
1: Yeah. Hey guys, uh, my name is Tan Nguyen. I'm with a company called Regal. Uh, we are a ladder manufacturer of uh, airborne laser scanning, uh, terrestrial laser scanning, mobile laser scanning, and unmanned systems. So pretty much all across the board, all the platforms uh, that we manufacture. Uh, we've been in business for the last uh, over 40 years, uh, research, developments, manufacturing, you know, uh, advanced technology, and for the surveying and mapping industry.
0: Well that that's there's a lot to digest there oh yeah but i mean i i was always under the impression that regal was kind of like the the founding father almost of like terrestrial scanning let's say and i can remember like the very first scanner that i had access to was this monstrosity i don't know what it was but it was about three feet tall weighed about 80 pounds (laughs) it took like two people to get it up onto a tripod but the thing could scan for like half a mile or something like that it was absolutely ridiculous yeah but uh, man, they've come a long way.
1: Oh, absolutely. And you're not you're not wrong there. Uh, I've been with the company for 15 years, and I remember mm-hmm. when I first started 15 years ago. Uh, the first generation is called the Z series, and you're right. It yeah. was big. It was heavy, and yeah, and it required a lot of muscles to uh, move it from one position to another. But thankfully, yeah. thankfully, it was. When I, uh, when I first started uh, with Regal, uh, they had then transitioned to a much lighter model. So, uh, <laughs> fortunately I didn't have to carry around so <laughs> right. much, yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk
2: about that real quick, how did, how did you get started, and how did you get into this business, and how did you get started with Regal?
1: Yeah, 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 good question. Uh, I went to the University of Central Florida. Uh, I'm a business major with background with uh, mechanical engineering, and also uh, certified in uh, architectural engineering and mechanical drawing, or AutoCAD. Uh, I was just at a trade, sh- uh, sorry, I was at a, um, uh, 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 an internship fair. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, and then Rico just happened had a booth there and I was just walking by and it said 3D laser scanning. I said, like, oh, You know, I know what that is, but sounds cool. Sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, it sounds cool. <laughs> then uh, I saw a 3D point cloud for the first time and I was like, whoa. Okay, what's going on here, guys? Yeah. And yeah, and then they, they hired me on the spot and uh, 15 <laughs> years later, here I am on a wow. podcast with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: amazing. Wow. Fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah it's amazing. been a great ride. Uh, talk I'm a
2: little lo- bit about, about more about Regal and the company, and you know, kind of the you know the general gist and the culture of working there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So our company is actually from Austria, which is the headquarters. It uh, uh, is located in a uh, small oh, but uh, very quaint town called Horn, Horn, Austria. We also have offices in Vienna, which is the capital, and then uh, another office in Salzburg, which is probably one of my favorite cities to go to, by the way. Okay. Salzburg, yeah. If you haven't been there, go. You will not regret it. Yeah. So, uh, But we have strategically positioned ourselves globally. To, to support and sell uh, to our customers. Uh, so our main headquarters uh, for the United States, uh, most North, North America, Canada, South America, Central America, mm-hmm. this happened to be in Winter Garden, Florida. Mm, okay. yeah, so we have a, 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 a very large facility that supports uh, training, um, sales, uh, more importantly, uh, support, and also services, yeah? So, uh, and that's a big factor, because when we have these sophisticated machines, it has to be calibrated. It's gotta be looked after, you know? We're shooting a thousand meters, looking at three millimeter accuracy, right? I mean, that's that's, that's, that's pretty advanced in, in technology. So, uh, by having such a, uh, a facility in Winter Garden Florida, we can then do the service, and also the calibration in Orlando. So that cuts down time, it cuts down cost, sure. and it cuts down downtime for our customers. Yeah. So,
0: so how you know walking around here, there's all kinds of scanners here. So, besides the name, which is incredibly well respected, um, what what in your opinion separates you know Regal from some of these other uh, hardwares that we're that we're seeing around?
1: Yeah. No. That's a really good question. And there are you know all the hardwares are all great, right? You know they're all uh, uh, they're all accurate, uh, survey grade, engineering grade. You know at the end of the day, they really do produce a point cloud just as beautiful as you know anybody else on the market. Now, I want to emphasize, uh, when you're looking at a laser scanner, whether it's a kinematic platform or a terrestrial platform, you shouldn't ha- you should look at the technology, right? The technology has been proven, it's been challenged, it's been accepted, you know, it's, 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 it's been beat up. <laughs> now, when you look at technology, especially duty laser scanning for your surveying mapping, you have to look at productivity, period. Hmm. Yeah, you have to look at productivity, and productivity does not just start with a laser scanner. It ends with a deliverable point cloud yep. to the either the client, or to internal for designs, uh, and w- 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 whatever they need the point cloud for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
0: that's what I emphasize on. You know, it's, it's, it's that's a really everything. good point. Yeah, it's really oh, yeah. good point because like the technology, you know, the Regal name. I mean, it's rock solid, but it's the it's the workflow, right? That you guys have really come to master.
1: Yeah, and I think I think you know, um, uh, having the success of of, of our uh, technology, uh, we have been focusing for the last five years really on workflow, mm-hmm. making sure it's streamlined, and more importantly, making sure it's automated right? Yep. We can program stuff using sophisticated algorithm to, 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 to co- 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 compute all these um, uh, points. You know, yeah. We're working with millions and millions, even billions sometimes with points. So we want to automate everything. We do that to take a couple things out, right? So there are errors, errors that accumulate over the uh, 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 span of, of distance, mm-hmm. right? And we try to take the errors out. So by doing that, we take out the human error. Hmm. Right? We don't want the user to have to pick a point here or guess, it, hey, is this a control or do I match this? We want everything to be completely automated. Our sensor has sophisticated uh, integrated uh, a, a sensors such as a digital compass, um, uh, a, a three axis IMU, sorry, a, a three axis inclination sensor, an IMU, RTK GPS. So we utilize all these sophisticated you know, technology and, and we try to take the user interface and automate everything as much as possible.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can t- I love this I stuff. I love the know. energy, <laughs> man. I love the energy, it's I awesome. I love
1: this stuff. So
0: where, like, the, the advancements, are you seeing the advancements more on the data collection side or the data processing side?
1: Yeah, so uh, in the last five years, um, I think technology is, is, is uh, five years uh, till now, the technology, it's, 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 it's not peaking, right? This stuff will never peak, mm. right? But it is very, very high right now. And software right now, you know, you're looking at about a scale down, it. So what we're seeing right now is catching up with the software. Mm-hmm. So software's a little behind right now as far as technology. Mm-hmm. Heck, we have this special mode um, uh, on, on, on a brand new terrestrial laser scanning, plus we have to talk about please, <laughs> yep. that can take the precision from three millimeter down to a half a mil. A half a millimeter. That's crazy. And you know, when I seen the systems out for many years, I was like, oh my God, three millimeter, five millimeter accuracy. Yeah. Three millimeter precision. I mean, that's it. What else do you gonna want to do with that? Yeah. Yeah. Now we can take it down to a half a
0: mil.
2: Yeah. We were talking a little bit about that specifically uh, before the show. Go, go into a little more detail about the, that new piece. What, what was it called again? The, the-
0: VZ, VZ 600i. Ah.
1: Um, VZ 600i. Thank you for asking me about that. Yes. Yeah, so. And I know this is day three here, so you probably said this about 50 times, but yeah. I'm sure, go ahead. No, no worries. I have uh, no problem saying it over and over. <laughs> yeah, no, we're extremely excited for us. So I'm the uh, terrestrial division manager uh, for the U.S. market and, and okay. uh, just being slowly on terrestrial laser scanning, uh, it has been a very, very uh, privilege and also... Um, uh, excited to 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 introduce a brand new terrestrial indicator to the market. Now the gap between where we're at now with the VZ six hundred versus the VZ four hundred I, which is a proven system for many many years, um, almost seven years gap. Seven years. <laughs> like how many any any of these other play? You know all these other
2: hardware providers, all the stuff. No one. I don't think seven years between you know one to another that's pretty shocking that's a big jump
1: i know right and 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 i never really you know like there was times you know five years in the making i was like hey okay when we're going to come out with a new laser scanner no, but 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 you you have to think about why we, there was such a gap because you know the advancements of the VC four hundred I was already there. You know, oh, okay, it was, yeah. it was well yeah. uh, uh, ahead of, of 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 the users' yeah, exactly. capability. You oh, know, okay. Yeah, users couldn't even handle it. Yeah, I mean we were taking scans at forty-five seconds, taking images at the same time, mm-hmm. picking up and moving. So you know, like there was not much to advance. And, and, and the thing about Regal's organization and 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 You know. Um, um, all the, the, the top tiers uh, colleagues over there, when we make something, we just don't change like, oh yeah, there's a new camera in here. Oh yeah, let's change the color. No, when we produce a product for replacement or, 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 or um, um, to support uh, existing product within a product line, we change it night and day, night and day. Yep. So the number one request for all of our customers, the number one, we just wait. We just wait. Yep. Mm. That was it. it. Believe, believe, believe it or not, right? I mean, hell, you know, like you want a car. Hey, you, I'm sure you can say I want my car to do all this stuff. Nothing was requested. Weight was the top one, and I think with the VZ 600I, from 25 pounds to 13 pounds, we certainly delivered wow. that product. Half. That's
0: amazing. That's yeah. amazing. I'm looking at some of this, the uh, specs on it here, and it uh, up to a thousand meters. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy.
1: Yeah. And check this out. So our 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 our, our ranging error is not linear, right? So it's dynamic. So if we're accurate at one meter, we're accurate at 1,000 meters.
0: That's insane. Yeah. That is
2: crazy. Right? Do you just have like, this <laughs> massive
0: building of like, scientists <laughs> developing all this stuff? We have uh, uh, some, some, some
1: very um, um, sophisticated uh, colleagues that, that has a deep passion for their technology. Uh, Regal, Regal develops everything in-house, from hardware to software. I, I've been to the the, the, the the factory, and I'll tell you what, man, it's not no assembly line. You know, we have colleagues, you know, putting in the motherboard. We have another colleague testing the motherboard. We have another colleague chalking it with, 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 with electricity. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's like it, we really take care. And our products are, are all hand-built. Yeah. It's not on an assembly line. Yeah, it's, it's amazing that, you know, it's, it's not like a... You go there and uh, for iPhone factory you now, right? It's, yeah, it's very and it, it requires great detail and attention. So uh, every product we deliver, it will last, 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 and last. Well,
2: that's how you yeah. can get away with seven years gap. Like mm-hmm. you put it out there, and it takes uh, your customers seven years to figure out how to use it. So <laughs> Then you're right back. Yeah. to it. Yeah. So being all, it's clear you guys are on the cutting edge. There. So that's so cool. so
1: even for excuse me, yeah? even, even for existing customers that 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 recently just purchased a VC four hundred I, we we don't. Neglect them, you know. Like we actually mm. introduced a new feature for existing customers, uh, which can turn the threshold laser scanner into a mobile scanner yeah. without any additional components needed. Yeah.
0: And I, I mean, I, I really? like that business model because it's like you know the 400 you're saying there was a seven year gap between the 400 and the 600. So in that seven year time, the people that are you know um, loyal to Regal, I mean, they have more than got their money back on that piece of equipment. So at that point in time, they're like, okay. This is a completely different piece of hardware. We know it's an, a tremendous upgrade. I'm ready to buy that one though. Yeah. Whereas if you came up with something new like a year later, a year later, a year later, you know, I, I, I'm not a big fan of that that business. Model. Well, it's it's exactly.
2: driven by need
1: and advancement, not sales. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, exactly. You nailed it, John. Exactly. You absolutely nailed it. And, yeah. and 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 that's the, you know, and that's that's the culture of Rigo you know, we're a private owned, uh, we're a private company as a household name and 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 um, you know uh, we're able to to connect with 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 you know dr rigo himself or the cto um, you know and then after that transmit what the customer need is for north america or even for asia uh, and for europe you know we, we can relate that directly to mm-hmm. the developer and tell them hey these are the customers and this is what they want yeah. how do we make it work and how do we support them with systems, software, processing, whatever the case is.
0: Yeah, and yep. I, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Regal also has established themselves as, uh, you know, the leader in um, like manned aerial or air, manned aircraft scanners. correct? Yeah. no, you're, LiDAR, abso- LiDAR yeah, sensors, you're, right. you're
1: absolutely right. And, yeah. and, and thank you for bringing it up. Yes, uh, our, our first products were, were, were aerial uh, laser scanners. Yeah. Yep. And then from there, we brought it down to the ground uh, because you think laser scanners, uh, an airborne laser scanner or a kinematic system only has one axis to rotate on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Versus a terrestrial laser scanner, now you have a frame scan, right? So now you have not only a rotating mechanism internally, now you also have to rotate the body to create that 360 degrees 3D Uh, point cloud. Otherwise, a kinematic system, mobile scanner, airborne scanner, unmanned scanner, you just have one rotating mirror, and as you're moving, you're creating that digital 3D model. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more challenging actually on a terrestrial scanner, and everything has to do with timing, man. Timing, mm. time of flight technology is what we use, and timing is key. Mm. No
0: so interesting and it's also collecting <laughs> uh like high definition imagery as well correct
1: yeah 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 absolutely so so uh what's also additionally new for our our, our customer on the terrestrial side is that the VC six hundred now has integrated cameras and that's also you know uh, first request wait okay i don't care wait 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 then cameras down here uh amongst some other stuff too as well but yeah we were excited but we've always been a company that you know we try to stick with what we do best which is lidar Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we don't want to make cameras. So what we do is that we integrate a uh, uh, highly sophisticated camera, such yeah. so as the predecessor, the VZ400i, VZ2000i, we use a Nikon D850, right, with a full-frame uh, um, uh, camera, which is really high quality because they make cameras and they do a very good job at it. Right. So we integrate it. Yeah. But with the VZ600i, we have two options, one internally as standard, and then also have a external integrated camera as the Sony Alpha, I think 7A or something like that, which is also a proven camera in the surveying and mopping industry.
0: Hmm. I yeah. think a common thread is that these companies that are you know uber successful, they don't necessarily try to solve everything internally. They partner with other companies right. that have already solved that and are already amazing at it, so yeah. why not join forces and make something incredible? Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, like you. I think if you focus and harness on, on, on one aspect of the system, and you make it the best, uh, you, then you're able to uh, cut down resources to make cameras or, or GPS. You know, you just buy it from an OEM, integrate it, and give it a system. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep.
2: All right, so you probably can't answer this, and I know you're just you you know you're, you're really <laughs> excited about the new one you just released. Yeah. But can you give us any glimpse on, you know, what's, what's the hidden back, fa- you know, the back <laughs> room, what are they working on, and what are you excited about that's gonna be coming out maybe in the next seven years, or what's, what's the future look like?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I wish I knew the future, right? Uh, but, you know, uh, Rigos has always been an innovative company and has always been, uh, you know, respected, with uh, a new, te- you know, um, advanced technology, new systems and such like that, so I'm sure the the the, the headquarters has a drawer full <laughs> right, of, <laughs> just of, of, of stuff yeah. that you know, they're they're looking at and want to release and make. Yeah. But uh, but no, you know, like being, being with the company 15 years and, and seeing the four generation of terrestrial laser scanner, uh, the system that just came out a few months ago is sustainable for the next five years without a doubt. Ah, and, and on top awesome. of that, what I can tell you is that the system itself is it, it has has very Um, 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 let's see, uh advanced components internally, such as a, a dual processor, uh, a 9U, you know, like all these sophisticated s- uh, s- uh, hardware so that we can prepare ourselves for new features mm. in the uh, next five okay. years. Sure. And that's what Regal does. You know, the, when the VZ400i came out, it was it was a great machine. Collect data, uh, you know, it does a whole nine yard. But over the years, it it, 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 it implemented new feature for the customer, and all this just require a firmware update, no hardware, uh, no, 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 just a, just, uh, just a yeah. firmware update. And that's what our customer really I really do love about Regal's model yeah. by not releasing new scanner, but releasing new feature yeah. that they can utilize for the next five years. Love it, <laughs> love it. Good. And I have
0: to believe that like conferences or shows like this have got to be amazing for you guys because you get to talk to your users and you know and hear what they like. You know, hear here's what they suggest could be changed or whatever, and then you can incorporate all that input into you know the next generation, what have you.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's 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 a you know. Um, uh, uh, Geo Week has always been a, a, a great show for us, uh, for North America. I, I remember when it was uh, separated from ILMF and also uh, yeah. SPAR, but now everything has been joined. And then the group of people and, and all the uh, customers, uh, existing customers, they're, they're all here. Ah, so, so yeah, yeah we, we not only have a good time, we talk about business and we talk about, the you know, uh, development, um, yeah, and see what their competitors are doing, or, or you know, we call them friends. Nobody's competitive, yeah. sure, absolutely, we love it.
2: What was the name of the city? You said the
1: the, the third city in Austria where the the factory is. You know, the factory is in uh, the city uh, called Horn. Okay, the factory is yep. in Horn. You have an office in. Yeah, so we have a, a, a sales office in uh, Salzburg. That's the one. Uh, Yep, Salzburg. That's so, where you, you got to go. go. You got to go. Well,
2: maybe if Brigo has a conference there. Hey. The the geoholics could hey, make geoholics for I mean, hire reason to visit everyone's got a price hey <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's hey, in my book that's our you know that's a gift it. it's done your guys are definitely going to come for <laughs> love sure it. Yeah, you guys are cool <laughs> for sure Amazing. love it love it uh what else you want to get out there Tim? uh you know what so i hope everybody uh here at the g week has a good show uh and thank you for for your attention and uh yeah it's just been a really good trip and uh Hopefully, the snow doesn't cancel much. my plane ride back tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, no. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We yeah. might Fingers still get crossed. out of here today. Because I am ready for some sunshine. <laughs> I mean, you you <laughs> and me both, my friend.
0: Well, Tan, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. I know you're a busy guy, and uh, it's been an incredible last three days. So uh, safe travels, and just thank you. Yeah, yeah, thanks
1: a lot. Guys, gentlemen, thank you very much. Cheers.
2: we're on the home stretch we are on the home stretch i think you just mentioned we got like two hours left two hours left but man we're getting a lot of good a lot of good (sighs) folks coming by that we've been meeting to catch up with (laughs) all week
0: i know so uh we just got to push a little bit more we're almost there buddy oh yeah 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 we'll be great (laughs) all right next up our next guest i'll let him do a uh quick self-introduction just tell us who you are uh who you're with and what you do
3: uh, hi, guys. Yeah, I'm delighted to join you. Uh, I normally listen to you on the mountain bike on the side of the hill, so I, I really. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm delighted to be here, really. Uh, so, I'm Ray Murphy, I'm Chief Strategy Officer for Murphy Geospatial. Yeah, a family grown business uh, to one of the largest now in Europe. Um, so, I look after the strategy for the business. A second generation surveyor. Uh-huh. Um, Yeah, I've been involved in surveying since I could hold a survey rod or survey pole. I think my wife still thinks I do that, right? (laughs) But uh, (laughs) don't tell her. Don't tell her. I know. I know. But uh, so yeah, uh, my father was an innovator, um, uh, second generation surveyor. So he unfortunately passed away at a young age of 48, and my mum was left with five children and a house to run. So uh, I was at the age where it was about right to join the business. so, my staff of my brothers joined, and from there we built the business from two people to now four hundred. So, oh my uh, God, what a story! Uh, and
2: those and those two people were you and your brother, right?
3: What was my, one other guy? Yeah, yeah okay, another guy working for us, but uh, he actually went out and went into competition in a few months. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, he's yeah, regretting so, that decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where he is now, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so
0: so how many like how many family members are part of the business now?
3: Yeah, so I have three other brothers. Uh-huh. Uh, we're 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 divided by geography, so it works very well. Okay, uh, nice. so we don't fight too much. Yeah. So um, where, where
2: are you located? Where where's, where where are you riding the mountain bike?
3: Yeah, so I'm I'm just outside Dublin in Ireland, uh, Wicklow Mountains, the Garden of Ireland. So uh, yeah, so I'm just uh, I'm mostly based in Ireland. Okay. Uh, our business is based Ireland, UK, and across Europe. Hmm, um, wow. I suppose. Ireland's a unique place. Uh, We have really nice Guinness and nice people, uh, (laughs) Yes. but but we also have good tax. So we get some very big international Uh, companies working in Ireland. uh, So we follow them and we work internationally with them. So that could be in the area of semiconductor or pharmaceuticals or or in data centers. So all the big companies are based in Ireland and we're lucky enough to be able to leverage that for the business. and, uh, yeah, so it's been a great story so far and, and it's going well for us, yeah.
0: Oh, man. This is going to go past 20 minutes, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> well, yeah. I got a lot of questions. Yeah. yeah. Um, so first, like, kind of focus on the business and how you were able to grow it from two people to 400 people. Yeah. Um, like, what are some of the keys that come to mind as far as uh, your success?
3: Yeah. I think um, I always live by never, you know, compromise quality costs. Um, we've always you know, there's some jobs early on you would underestimate it, and some people might make cut back in costs to try and uh, deliver it, but uh, we, we would always make sure we deliver right and good quality. Um, so that's core across the business. Innovation has been, it's, it's in my DNA uh, as kids uh, my father had a place at the table for the latest piece of technology. So hmm. we're surrounded with wow. technology all the time um, We're always questioning what we do um, and making sure that, yeah, we're, we're on the edge of what we're doing. Um, I think, you know, that coupled with the type of clients we work for, they're on the front foot all the time, they're mm-hmm. innovators, it's given us a competitive advantage over most of our competition there, so um, that, that has been really important. And then the culture in the business, um, It is a family culture now. It's a family of 400 now. Oh, yeah. uh, It's a big family. Yeah. But but the culture getting that right, um, you know, combined with the right vision in the business. um, But the culture, um, like, it's a people business. Look, surveying is about people. There's lots of lovely technology around here and I was at a talk there yesterday and I was kind of just contemplating myself uh, there was lots of acronyms, there was lots of technology and fusion of data and all of this but I was kind of saying if a client was in the room what would they be thinking I think Mm. it would go over their heads so so we're very good at understanding client problems um, and then applying the technology to it where I think a lot of surveyors look and buy technology and find find an application for it so we, we do the other way around so we get to understand our clients and sectors very well uh, and, and then apply geospatial to that um, another part is really that um, what we focus on is is maximizing the value of geospatial data and simply if more people touch that data it's got more value mm-hmm. so interesting yeah we we develop platforms allow accessibility on that data so non-technical people can interact with complex data and then very often, the non-technical people are the people who are paying the bills. So, uh, by virtue of that, you get better value and better placement on projects. Um, so that's been that's been a great success for us. Um, Ireland being only an economy of you know five million people, we have nearly 200 surveyors in Ireland. So you can do the maths on that versus wow. the UK. So it meant that we had to work right across project life cycle. So mm. we work for end clients in use during construction. Most surveyors feed into the design phase. We're involved in the construction and in use phase as well. So mm-hmm. all of that means that that same data has got a higher value for that client. Mm-hmm. And we have a better stickiness to that client for repeat business. Um,
0: yeah, so we've talked to surveyors from across the world at this point, and everybody has the same struggles, You know, not enough surveyors, yeah. not enough people getting into the survey profession, of course. Um, what do you do as a company to you know, develop your surveyors?
3: yeah so we, we have a learning management system inside in the business um we we understood because of our I suppose our dominance in a small market we had to lead uh, so we set out a learning management system as career progression within our business and that's mapped then to the college and there's only one real college in ireland that supports surveying and i'm an external examiner to that college mm. tu dublin it's a great college mm. i went to that myself but um so you know setting out a career path and opportunities um, probably with a larger organization um, there is one benefit there that I think a lot of surveyors that it's either you've got the a surveyor that gets very busy then they hire a few more people then they have a company and mm. before they know where they're at um, they've got the number two looking at number one saying I want your job and they don't know what to do with that. So they leave the company and form another company. And that's generally the way the whole survey industry is. Yep. We have divided our business into individual business units. So that there is lots of opportunity for growth and for people um, to progress within our business. So mm. so that has helped a lot. Um, and then of course the nice tech having all the technology that's there. We have an innovation hub that's always working with the technology that's on the shelf today, but also what's coming as well. Um, so applying all of that I think helps people yeah. to join and stay with us
0: so I have to believe your title being chief Stra- strategy, officer, strategy, right. strategy, strategy officer which I love that title yeah yeah you you might need an upgrade buddy I think <laughs> I kind of like that yeah I think yeah. that is a good upgrade for me chief. I like it yeah. <laughs> um, so how do you I guess the fact that you're here answers this question but how do you stay ahead of the curve with technology and keeping keeping ahead you know keeping up and keeping ahead
3: yeah like I, I Go to all of these type of events, but generally I go as well to client events where there's non-surveyors hmm. to start understanding what the type of problems are there in different industries. Um, but we we are look. I'm, I I read the information. I'm always looking. I'm always I'm always out there. I use all you know. I believe in the metaverse and all that crazy words that I know they're out there. <laughs> but um, but I can see that vision around where that uh, geospatial data will underpin you know what we're all doing. Um, I think in one of the keynotes yesterday talked about wiring up the earth. I, c- I can see that. I can hmm. see where that, that makes sense, right? Uh, I remember when um, Pine Cloud data came out first and there was talks. About, we we're probably about 22, 23 years involved in scanning. And it was talked about this cloud that surrounded the building and it gave you the building. So. You know, the terminology early on in these plays sometimes can frighten people, but there is, they've met it around that madness, right? And uh, <laughs> so um, we, we've, we've a strong team as well in our innovation hub that, um, that are always playing around with technology. Like, we've built our own slam-based scanning systems, stuff like that. Nice. Uh, we're playing around with AR at the moment. Um, you know, and, but understanding where it fits and gets value for clients um that's, that's the important part of it. Um, and when you focus on that automatically, it becomes something that's valuable to the business. Mm. And well, t- talk
2: about that a little bit more, you know, as the chief strategy officer, mm. uh, I'm sure that strategy is both in the innovation of the, the, the technology, but also the market sectors and the client bases that you're going after. Yeah. And, you know, you said, you, you mentioned a little bit about some of the opportunities you have in Ireland. Like, what do you see going forward and what, what's Murphy doing, you know, specifically on, getting the direction of the company to match where the direction of the work is
3: yeah enti- enti- yeah and surely um, like the important thing is that when we focus on clients we look at clients that have value and data beyond just the construction phase um, if they've got value in that information for repeat purpose they want it done correctly sure and you know there's, there's a, we've got um, drive for carbon reduction going on we've got stuff like modern methods of construction happening all these need accurate information um, I equate that to like a box of Lego, you know, people need to understand where to put the piece in the right place and a lot of construction sites, uh, is like you throw away the instructions and they're building with the out, <laughs> just looking at the front of the box and they end up with a few extra spare pieces at the end. Yeah, that's um, normal, right? Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> and I still get Lego, so, I'm, I'm a private, so that's, that's something that, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm always kind of equating that to the business that we do. but. Um, it, like the strategy really is, is focused on the data and um, you know, we all talk about data and new oil and all so on, but it is, it is where the value is. Um, all these technologies around the place are just a method of getting that information that we need. Um, so, so we look for clients that value data, uh, that have a lot of complexity going on. Uh, we wouldn't work in residential sector um, because most you know, units are, of houses are built for as a unit and are sold um and the people who build it very often are gone right so right. Um, so we 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 have a very strong presence in manufacturing uh, and stuff that we've been doing 15 years ago now has been applied to mainstream construction with a whole lot of acronyms around it. in called bim and it's 3d and it's, it's all of this but really it's about building things correctly uh you know and and having accountability during construction um, so, so we, we focus there quite a bit um, and that's, that's where we get a lot of value hmm. Hmm.
0: since you brought it up <clears throat> Sean can't get mad at me for circling back on it the metaverse
3: no. yes <laughs> I, I know I, I knew that's the
0: word trigger, word. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> I love trigger word I love it I love <laughs> it so, I have to ask you do you yeah. see an opportunity for surveyors to be involved in the metaverse
3: yeah like 100% like ultimately it's built upon a platform the platform is where we live we capture that platform which is the world around us. So geospatial is, you know, location is in its most simple form, right? We're leveraging location. And I always give the example of people trying to explain and, and you know, surveying we're, we're very bad, or elevator pitch is very bad, you know. <laughs> I, I'd hate to be a young guy in the bar trying to chat a girl up now and say what I do, right? <laughs> <as a scientist. laughs> I think she would be gone to sleep at a time, she understands, yeah. right? What we do, right? But um, the, you know, when you think about it on your phone and you got photographs on your phone and when you unlock the location element of those photographs on your phone, what does that do for you? It builds memories of what happened around that photograph. So the location is very powerful and I give that example to people trying to try and ground it to everyday people, you know. So um, I think location, yes, and and ultimately, we, you know, to, to, uh, to quote Peter Drunker, you know, you can't manage what you don't measure. And so... Elements around that, yes, that's 100% suited to geospatial experts, yeah. Mm.
0: No question. I, I, I agree 100%. I mean, I, I, I know you do. I just, uh,
2: I, I'm not a non believer by any means, but I want to get more into the details of yeah. yes, I agree with you, Ray, 100%. Location is, is vital. Mm. What's the next step? We've established that location is vital.
0: You're just afraid that I'm going to buy your house in the metaverse and kick your ass out. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know. And
2: then you know, property lines are going to get m- confused in the metaverse, and then we're going to get into an argument and yeah. uh, I, a meta argument, a meta argument, a virtual argument, but it's an argument nonetheless.
0: <laughs> oh man! Um, so just out of curiosity, do you, like, would you consider hiring a surveyor from America? Yeah, like, what
2: 100%, is it? Is it yeah. hard for? Yeah, what's the transition or
0: like, like? How could I become a surveyor? You know, working for your company. Like, how do? How would my license? be looked at there yeah, type thing
3: not a problem uh, like well within the geographies we work in licensing surveying is not really required mm. you know like we would have state by state here mm-hmm. um, a lot of the clients we work for you know the private clients so mm-hmm. again that's not an issue uh, we work in the states with, with some clients like Intel mm-hmm. and uh, you know licensing's not required for the type of work we do um, so it, it isn't an issue um, like What I do think is that somewhat across Europe, um, the equivalent of licensed surveyor has been somewhat of a crutch or a restriction on how growth for opportunity for surveyors, um, and in some countries it has been, you know, probably a lot of the reason why surveyors are where they're at, and other (laughs) professions, uh, this, what we like to call it the greyness between professions, uh, they've picked up on maybe business that we would do in, in the BIM and the VTC space. It's maybe engineers or architects have taken this space up. Um, we, I suppose, by the fact that we do, work, do not have license of in Ireland, UK, um, it probably has given us that freedom to um, do things. Maybe that we just followed where we felt that, mm-hmm. you know, geospatial data could bring value. Um, so we we do a lot of things in our business. Like we're involved in, in inspection as well. We we have teams that yeah hang out hang out of ropes and do all that. But we're applying UAVs and we're applying some smart some smart stuff as well on analysing that data so that we can inspect um, in other geographies that may require a particular you know uh, qualified engineer to do that work. But um, so um, I, I, it's not an issue. Like we we have. I think we have about thirty-one or thirty-two different nationalities working uh-huh. for us, so um, hmm. it's actually a great thing in in that it brings experience from across mm-hmm. a broad spectrum and yeah, uh, different perspective. Yeah, way, way mm-hmm. different perspective as well, and yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a better, better, better overall. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Sean, uh, you'll have my uh, letter of resignation tomorrow.
2: Well, if you're uh, <laughs> if you're if you're going to work with these guys, I mean. I, I can't fault you for it. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a great group, huh? I mean, yeah, Solid. I'm just I amazed of a family based I love it. Four hundred person geospatial company that yeah. I mean we've had the opportunity to meet meet several of the folks so far. It's uh, yeah. it's always been great. Yeah. So yeah, for
3: sure. Anything
0: else you want to talk about, Rick?
3: No guys, I suppose I'm here because of one of our you know spin offs which is Compass. Uh, it's a business management system mm-hmm. so it's uh <laughs> it's it it built by surveyors for surveyors. Um, it's something that we have uh, you know, built about ten years ago, and we commercialized about two years ago, and we have a number of US clients already. So it's 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 built to, to fit the needs of a survey company and manage it and help you grow your company. and And it has been a definitely a huge benefit to our growth um, over the last ten years.
2: Nice, that's, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm sure that's what's got one of the reasons that that got you here, right?
3: Yeah, 100. Um, percent You know, again, it's questioning how we do business. We went out and we looked to the market to see. Uh, could we get a system that would match what we do? Surveying is a is obviously a special type of business in that <laughs> uh, we have one hour call off, <laughs> or we could be on a job for two years. So scheduling is always a problem. You know how we do things is always a little bit different, and uh, just having that fit, you know, like a glove is, is, is important for mm. delivery. Yeah.
0: All right. I can ask one more question because I'm looking at the 100%. website right now, which yeah. by the way is uh, MurphyGS.com, and I see one of your business lines is uh smart cities yes so what involvement do our surveyors having in uh in developing smart cities
3: yeah um ireland so dublin dublin smart city is one of the leading um uh cities uh, that are driving smart city agenda um i think by virtue of the fact that we've got some of the big um you know brand or companies in in dublin like google and facebook and so on um so, so we, we're involved in mobile mapping capture for that um, looking at then applying some of the universities in Dublin um, AI what I would say more machine learning uh, to find uh, um, assets within the city and then use that then for the betterment of the city so um, we we yeah we work very good across we've got some other stuff we're doing in relation to subsurface utilities um, we're um, just trying to uh, uh, avoid issues you know during construction on, on the streets in, 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 in the city and that so um, look I, I think ultimately uh, a smart city needs this twin to work upon you know and, and, and do analysis and that so uh, that's, that's where we fit in you know. Love it. Uh, we, we've also worked on some of the autonomous vehicle end as well so uh, there's a lot of testing going on Again, you need uh, base information to make sure that the, the car keeps going in the right direction and doesn't do any problems, you know, so, right. yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I can't say, Ray, you've hit on all the mm. big buzzwords for us. you That's talked it. about the metaverse mm. and digital mm. twins mm. and, you know, all the automation and AI, and I, I can tell you, I mean, you've hit, you're checking all the boxes for, for the geoholics. Yeah, for That's sure. Good.
0: We appreciate your time.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it a lot. Cheers.
0: All right, we're back. Uh,
2: Kent took a lunch break. Uh, I have Eric with me. And uh, Eric, I'll let you start it off, introduce yourself, uh, who you're with, and uh, what you do.
4: Yeah, okay, my name is Eric Bergholz. Uh, You're here, I'm not American. I'm coming from Germany, I'm a German guy. Okay. And I'm here with um, my company, they call them Laserscan Europe. And we are together with our sister company, they call them Pointcap Software. Uh, We are exhibitor here on the conference. Okay, and uh, yeah, we are ex- exhibiting over a longer time on the um, Geo Week and before on SparseVD. Okay, yeah. And uh, what we present here, we in Germany we have. A, I think in the US we call them a one-stop shop for scanning. Uh, we provide uh, we selling laser scanners, drastical, mobile, um, and then we also doing handheld scanner like short range scanner. But we also, um, I started the company in two thousand nine. Okay. And uh, I was very, I'm like a pioneer of laser scanning. I think I've come in touch in 1999, end of my study. So uh, so
2: you've been in, in laser scanning for 24, 25 years? Yeah,
4: um, most, uh, I think, well, two years I was out of laser scanning. I do a traditional survey. I, my um, background is uh, survey engineer. Okay. I have a degree from um, university from Dresden in Germany. And then, during my master degrees, um, my dad was a mining engineer, and he was working in an open-pit coal mine. And uh, I was interested in this mining stuff, and they had specialty mining surveyors, uh, they operate the mine, um, and they do a lot of uh, photogrammetry stuff, Sure, yeah. mines are pretty big. And that was the first uh, aerial scanner came out, to this time, in, uh, in the middle of 90. And these mining companies, they want to know that we can use this LiDAR system in case of photogrammetry. And they make a, a master thesis from this. And I took this job and make my master thesis. That's why I was starting with, with LiDAR. This really? But then afterwards, uh, I switched them from this airborne laser. Then I go more uh, in the terrestrial stuff. Okay. And I think the first, the first scanner that I worked in was an MDL scanner from UK. Oh, this really? Was a, a, like a window scanner. <laughs> and you can shoot like at the weight the was six thousand points per second. And six thousand. And, and the, the system weights sixty pounds. Yeah. So 20.
2: you need a couple a couple of people and, to carry. Uh, and
4: now you can carry by yourself. But the batteries there was also huge. You have to go through time. Right. And I, yeah, yeah. I capture some area in the mine where we compare these MDL data with the aerial data. Uh, you're waiting for a scan. What you can do now in second, I wait an hour or something. Oh <laughs> wow! A yeah. Scanner. And then after that, I go as short as classical surveyor for roads and catastrophe stuff. And then I come back and starting this working with one of the first ZF scanners uh, for some months. Okay. And uh, then I move from, um, and then yeah, and then I get the option to go to a company in Germany called Evolution. And this was the original founder of the Ferro scanner. They had a. a co- um, other company called him IQ Sun, and there was produced the uh, previous version of Faro. And Faro acquired this company in 2004. And I worked before with the scanning stuff. Okay. Yeah. And then I worked five years in Faro and bring this scanner stuff to run in Europe, mostly in Europe. But I train also some guys from the U.S. I, I do a lot of training for new salesmen, application engineers, and I do all this work to bring the scanning in the market. Yeah, I was like a. We call him a priest or something because there were so (laughs) many architects. They were saying, Oh, we never will use the scanner. There's too much data. We don't can handle this in our AutoCAD. And I I go to university, they make benchmarks for the scanner. It supported this. And and then we go to important clients, we go to the police. And all these first scanner sales need a lot of support. And this was my job to this time. In 2009, I I was knowing this. Uh, the scanner going from super big to super expensive to handy and and uh, decent price yeah, yeah price and they were saying oh, there were so many people they asked oh, d- did we can rent a scanner because we want to try it before we buy it yeah but the vendors say oh no that's not possible you cannot buy it and they say there are so many here this looks like a business and yeah sure That was the reason why we started laser scanning europe we say they say there's so many pieces of the from the cake what we can take uh without heavy big competition and then we, in financial crisis, 2009, we started a company. Wow. Yeah. And, and everybody say, who you like to survive from point <laughs> cloud? That's not possible. <laughs> yeah? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, then after that, everything was growing. And then people came and say, ah, the manufacturers have only a few accessories and they are very expensive. Uh, did you can produce something else? And they say, yeah, oh, maybe let the check. And then I come in this accessory business and I then I spoke to manufacturers and molds and stuff what they do not know before but you know we had customers they asked for and then we figure a way out and then we bring we, we, we developed a reference sphere was is a full foam sphere with foam inside and they, they cannot break as it was a really invention many people like this they call them the flexi sphere okay uh, that's we we figure out on the way because people asked uh, is there another solution and sure. there's many things and and still this time we got industry and now it's so many things going on and then we also developed the software in laser Europe, but then we decided to split the companies and then we make the point cap software. Okay. And that's run by my business partner, Richard Steffen is the name, and um, yeah, and this software runs also as OEM and GeoSlam product now, it's also an own business. Yeah, now we're looking forward. Oh, That's uh, amazing.
2: So, uh, talk a little bit about the growth of the company. You know, you started in two thousand
4: nine. We started in two thousand nine, and I know the you, you room, you've
2: added th- businesses and split <laughs> off, and you know, what does yes. it look like now?
4: Uh, yeah, we had the. I think our first office was like the room here, yeah. <laughs> the size of this yeah. table. Yeah, yeah, the size of the table. <laughs> We've been in a. Because my former business partner, say, uh, I say, I got a room in a university spin-off center. We we pay only 100 euros rent per <laughs> month or something. That was starting. And then the first two years was pretty hard because we had the crisis and people not looking to
2: yeah, the, they're definitely not run looking the to business, but they're not investing in new yeah, stuff. Sure,
4: yeah. But then after then, then the slowly, slowly by slowly, then with the focus, then if the focus scanner came out and then the market was exploring, then our company explored the same and over the time, now we are over 20 people.
2: Okay, nice.
4: Yeah, and uh, most of them are engineer technicians. We have also some marketing people, of course, and okay. some for the warehouse. Uh, yeah, and that's, um, mm. um, and then we get, uh, later we get dealerships. Yeah, then we, then follow us oh, don't rent our system. Maybe you like also to sell it. Yeah, and say, yeah, that's cool. But if somebody rented this couple of times, say, oh yeah, I won't have it. I don't want to do rental permanently because it's, not practical enough and, and right. more expensive. Yeah. yeah, then we can sell the system too, and then we got other systems. And then was increasing. Now we make also these um, ground pre- penetration radar stuff. Uh, we're looking now from point clouds to like technology. They are close to point clouds. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and there, I think there's definitely a market grow possible for us. But in Germany, we have. Of course, we have big competition because most of the big vendors have own sales guys. So this sales topic is not um, scalable, unlimited for us. Yeah, We we, we serve in a niche, but sure. the niche is okay yeah. for us, and, uh, and then we have a small service department What's runs really well. We don't advertise them too much. We mostly live from customers, or we, in the beginning, we help customers to get their project run, and then after a while, maybe they get a big project, and then they hire a guy to help them sure. for a week, something. It's uh, pretty good and, and uh, I am um, and I run a very good YouTube channel.
2: Yeah, I was going to ask That's about your YouTube channel.
4: Yeah, this, this so a what's funny that all story. about? But first, we go to the internet shop and I say the YouTube channel and they say yeah, maybe we get there more clients and something and then my my guys saying, ah, I don't know, this was the internet, is this working? And say. Mm. Uh, maybe it's not working, then I should not. Uh, tomorrow, I don't allow everybody to get his private Amazon package in our office to pick them up. Uh-huh. Because nobody <laughs> used the internet, yeah? And I say, no, we should do more, and then. But you, like with your podcast, you, it needs a little bit of time to get this. Stuff oh, sure. Running. you gotta. You, 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 you how put, long have
2: you been doing the YouTube probably. channel?
4: I think the early stage we do we starting it for ten years, but then we do over time only some technical stuff like okay. uh, uh, tutorials. Yeah, we're not really spending. I think for four or five years they're starting to, or for four years are starting to do at least one per month. Now we have at least one per week.
2: Oh yeah, something
4: yeah. new. As nice. As tutorial is a little bit or uh, YouTube is a little bit uh, yeah, more work as uh, maybe podcast from the. Uh, Post-processing side. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cutting, I mean, the, the yeah.
2: audio is easy. You know, you slap it together, yes, and you yeah. take out a couple, couple of f bombs, and you're yeah, good to go.
4: I make <laughs> months, months of use in German and English before I have to do research. Yeah, I search the market and say, okay, mate, that's interesting and this interest. I like this. You know, I do it for myself. And I, sure. If I do it for myself, I can share it. Yeah, and then we bring also really stuff to our products. Yeah, yeah, so it's mostly,
2: is it uh, technical training or is it promotion for the it's products not, or you kind of pro- mix, it, mix a all the products? promotion for
4: products. Not so many technical training, At some tips and tricks we do for rapid modeling. Um, but then it's market news, is a big topic, yeah. And then a little bit promoting our products, but not too much. Yeah, we don't make full promotion, I think we mix this, that is interesting for the people. Sure. Yeah. What about
2: this week in, uh, at this conference? Uh, what's, the, what's the most exciting thing you've seen here, what are you excited about going forward?
4: I think one is uh, it's more people as last year, okay. of course, yeah, after Corona. And uh, for me, it's a little bit interesting in the U.S. is how big is this UAV LiDAR stuff. Uh, SLAM is pretty big. Yeah. Uh, there's so many vendors. It's a little bit different. We, in Europe, we don't have so many. Uh, we have uh, using UAVs, but most mm-hmm. of photogrammetry, but we don't have so many LiDAR UAV applications. Because, you know, we are smaller countries, uh, uh, and, and I think the projects are not so big to, ha- to use uh, uh, such a Yeah, system, sure, yeah. yeah. It's uh, like in Germany, we have only six or eight companies who have a very expensive mobile mapping system. Yeah, and this is enough, and, and they're six to eight working for the government, like the different government and states, mm-hmm. and I think it's not possible to have 10 more. Uh, yeah, and yeah, maybe as our government go more to digitize. That's a yeah,
2: but you're waiting on them. You know, there's still not a need there. You're waiting yeah, on them to realize yeah, that to they advertise. need it. First. Yeah,
4: did you like to spend a half million after that you <laughs> try to convince somebody? Right. Um, you like to use it? And they say, yeah, maybe, but my computer is too slow. <laughs> <laughs> right, and, yeah. and my director in the government say, maybe in three years you we'll get a new yeah, one. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to change all the computers. <laughs> in the, yeah. I, I don't know if you have the same in the past in the U.S. This is also a topic or... It, 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 it is
2: similar, where, where it's it's more about processing problems than yeah. collection of the data and what are you going to yeah. do with but it. But
4: they're also presenting companies, uh, they have a construction software, construction monitoring software mm-hmm. based on UOB from uh, Finland, they call them Ponzi.com, and, and the Scandinavian guys, uh, they're much more forward with the digital stuff, also with the government. Yeah? Okay. There's everybody in, in the same place. Yeah, they, they make the project and also the government guys use the data. It's, it's a little bit how everybody's thinking to digitizing yeah, the process. Of yeah? course. And I think we will see big change because in actual, in construction, I think we are pretty bottom line with digital processing. I think I this is maybe more your stuff, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I think there's more going on in the US, actually. I think the, the people are more open to try something out new. In Germany, it's harder to convince people. They'll check this longer before. They're Interesting. not You're learning by doing, and we are more thinking. And after thinking long time, they say, maybe you should test it. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Yeah. Think, uh,
2: how do people find the uh, YouTube channel?
4: Uh, How do you find it? uh, YouTube is laser scanning Europe. Is the name laser scanning Europe? Europe. Yeah, they find this. Cool. Uh, I appreciate you. Stop. Anything else you want to get out there? No, I'm happy. The uh, first time podcast. uh, Maybe, uh, maybe I was thinking maybe making small podcast. for the Europe market, uh, but I'm not sure. It's also work. I think well, you are Well, you we're, spend, we're planning work.
2: on being uh, energy of this year, so- Yeah, uh, that's very good, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully if we can be you, there,
4: you, got, you can- Maybe I can support you and bring here some, some people as uh, they speak with you. Yeah, absolutely. Some interesting people, yeah. Yeah, that'd be I, perfect. I, I, I didn't think I would study. Uh, Additional podcast channel because yeah, but we can we can work together we, because we, I have enough to do with my YouTube <laughs> and my operation <laughs> yeah, of the that, company. That, that sounds like <laughs> it. Okay, <that's>
2: very <laughs> cool. uh, awesome, Eric. I appreciate you stopping by. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Thank you.